the Four Pillar Podcast. Welcome. 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 <laughs> it's a podcast. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's a podcast. Come on. It's a podcast. Welcome to the third episode of the Four Pillar Podcast. This week, we are joined by Bradley Lawrence and Christian Jackson. Bradley is the RA of Carlson Hall 3 West. Christian is the ARD of Carlson Hall. In other words, he is the assistant resident director to Chris Wolfley. Today's conversation will be about the many Christmas decorations that our hall has had on every floor. This all started because the second floor, the freshman floor, decided to deck out their entire floor for Christmas way back as soon as Halloween ended, actually. Since then, other floors have been joining in and putting up Christmas decorations all around. In my opinion, I think fourth floor has the absolute best. Let's see what Brad and Christian have to say about it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Four Pillar Podcast. This week, you have yours truly. My name is Brad. I'm the RA of Three West, and I'm joined by our very own Assistant Resident Director, Christian Jackson. Um, and today, we're going to be covering a couple of things. We're going to be talking about the decorations we have up in Carlson Hall for Christmas, and as well as some practical finals week tips. But before we get to that, Christian, how's it going? Oh, it's going good, Brad. You know, I have my senior project presentation on Monday, so... Lots of stress with that, but, um, you know, it's good stuff, you know, being a senior, all that, I'm sure you know how it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have uh, a 10-page paper I'm writing on Barnabas due for a class um, ended next week, so not quite as stressful as senior project, of course, but, yeah. no, got some stuff going on. That's okay, yeah. yeah. Now, we're going to talk about something fun, something lighthearted, something to get the people excited for Christmas. We're going to be talking about the Carlson Hall floor decorations because guys have done some really good stuff this year. Um, in my time living in Carlson Hall, I've never seen the hall as decorated as it has been this past month about. And so I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, uh, I wasn't actually planning even to decorate my floor at all until I saw some of the other floors and they kind of just like nudged me. It was like, okay, well, peer pressure time. <laughs> it's time to decorate. But I guess let's start with um, the second floor because they were the first ones to even have decorations up because yeah. many of you guys know the overturfs. The overturfs love them some Christmas. Yes. Um, so what are your thoughts on these guys? Yeah, I got to say, Logan really went all out. I remember when he told me about it, uh, they spent a lot of money on their decorations right outside the door. Um, it just says, welcome to the North Pole. They got these little bells there. It's pretty amazing. Honestly, the decorations are almost a little too good because from what I've heard, there have been girls that will try to open up the door and just look down the hallway, which, you know, that's good and all. But if there's like guys showering, then, you know, that's kind of kind of risky move. But I really love the decorations on Two East. I walk down there sometimes just because I want to feel like I'm actually somewhere where it's Christmas time. And so... It's a very homey, very warm environment, so I'm a big fan. Yeah, this is this is actually when I saw Logan do this. It was like, well, I guess I can't up this because there's no way I top this. But you know what? I gotta try something. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm really impressed by their handiwork, and they had it super up early too, like even a week or two before Thanksgiving. Yeah, because they were super into into doing dedication. Um, Christmas stuff. And also, just so you guys know, this will all of these pictures will be up on um, our Instagram. So if you're not following our Instagram, check us out. Um, yeah. Carlson Hall NCU. 
um, see these pictures along with the posts with the link. Yes, go follow our Instagram. We have not been hacked. Anyway, we are still plug. up and running. Yeah. Uh, now the shameless plug. Let's move on to the third floor. Third floor. Let me see if I can find. I took pictures of them all. So yeah, Brad. See. Brad has the pictures right here, so I can so we can look at them and reference them yeah. as we. So speak Gabe about and it. I had tried to make a little bit more of a holistic. Uh, decorations to our floor because we wanted our floor to be the third floor, not necessarily three east and three west. Um, and kind of for that reason, we we ended up making like a hundred plus snowflakes and hanging them by fishing wire um, cool. from the ceiling, like all the way down the hall. So a little bit of a blizzard feel. Yeah. Um, Gabe also has um, some lights up, and then we had wrapped with wrapping paper um, both like the archways that exist in the hallways, and then all of the doors to that enter and exit um, our floors. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah. fun touch. What are your thoughts on on third floor? Third floor, gotta say the snowflakes are pretty great. Um, one thing I do is whenever I walk by the snowflakes, I like will like blow them as I am walking and watch them sort of sway by my breath. Also, the Christmas tree, great touch. I enjoy that as well as the ribbons. You know, it's all it's all nice. It's kind of nice when you're walking by and kind of kind of messes with your hair. You know. Mm -hmm briefly just touches it yeah and i actually have to credit jacob fast so jacob if you're listening shout out to you um because he had knocked on my door and he's like hey i want to put christmas decorations up can i do that and i'm like uh sure i guess <laughs> but yeah they actually look really good and he didn't end up doing the lounge too so he got those bulb christmas tree ornaments and hung them yeah. from our ceiling in the lounge um so he did a really good job um the I lounge was nice was very impressed but yeah. No, I uh, thought Gabe had a really good idea wrapping the doors that came from him, and then I had the idea to do the snowflakes, so working together to, to put him, um, put everything up together. I'm, I'm pretty happy with how the floor turned out. Yeah, it looks really nice. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan. Yeah. What about that fridge, though? Why is there just a fridge oh, in the, in the that's, hallway? Uh, um, so at this point, if you haven't looked at the images, go check out on Instagram to see what he's talking about. But um, that's Nathan's um, uh, and Phil's mini fridge, so they're defrosting it because they're moving oh. on Friday. Um, uh, so, because they're moving across the hall to a quad, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so reminder: defrost your fridges before <laughs> defrost the fridges. Yeah. Okay, we don't, don't want fines up in our building. Not gonna have any ice, no real ice. But yeah. So let's go to the fourth floor, and let's start off four east because I was actually really impressed by four east. I actually kind of uh -huh. wish I had thought about this or uh, this idea. Because um, so what they ended up doing was they put green and red paper like the stuff you see for like quote walls and whatnot, yeah. over top of the the lights overhead and made like green and red um going down which is actually actually brilliant idea i liked mm -hmm. it a lot and then you can't really nice. tell from this photo but they have regular christmas lights and kind of like a zigzag pattern with yeah. a couple of snowflakes hanging yeah they a lot of people use the like paper snowflakes idea which was kind of cool because that's like a cheap way to put something up that looks sort of Christmassy. so it's pretty cool yeah, yeah, and I think it's cool for the fourth floor in particular because um, for those of you who might be might not know, um, Constantine and Tony are two students who are from China on that floor, and paper cutting is a big thing in, in their culture. Um, it's a very common decoration you'll see. So this is a little bit akin to that. Um, so I, I wonder if they, they probably enjoyed that quite a bit. Fun little, fun little thing. I also got to say I really like, I'm pretty sure it's Simon Wolf who does it, but he like does these drawings using like marker on this whiteboard in the 40s lounge and right now it is a picture of pitbull but as an actual pitbull in a santa costume and the, there's, there's just so many layers to the picture it's pretty phenomenal so simon if you're the one who does this you know shout out to you because you're quite the artist 
the Forties Lounge too is also just I don't know. It's got like just this energy in there. You walk in and you're like something's happened here every time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's for sure. Sometimes I go in and it looks like it's the remnants of a party. It's always having a good time on Forties. Um, yes. I have a little bit of nostalgia for this floor because it was the floor I was a freshman on um, and shaped me a lot at NCU. But I'm glad it's in good hands with the people who are there now. Yeah. Forest um, was also the floor that I was on my first year here. So I also have a, a fun, fun memory for Forest. Fun place. Yeah. All right. Four West. So actually, I think Four West is just a huge vibe. Let's find it here. Four West, wild. So they have bright blue lights that make it look like black light um, all it's, throughout the floor. It looks like a club, honestly. Yeah, it does. And it says Jack Frost Territory, Four West um, on the left is a sign before you come in. And then they have a tree with like lights that like rotate on the wall. So there's like a pattern spinning. Um, yeah. And it just lit up all the way. And I think they did snowflakes too somewhere. I think they I might can't have. really see them in the picture. I don't know. But yeah, honestly, this floor is a whole vibe, and I like it a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Christian? Yeah, I like Four West. This, for some reason, reminds me of like that scene from Falcon the Winter Soldier, where like they're in the club and everything just looks weird because this just look. You walk onto Four West and it feels like you're in a club and you're kind of like dizzy and disoriented because you're just like in a totally different world because the lights are just like super blue pierces into your soul so yeah yeah that's super true it's like I, I actually when i took right before i took this picture i had walked up the west side staircase and gotten the fourth floor and i haven't been up on the fourth floor since like they all put the decorations up so i was just like whoa <laughs> what's going on here it's like that scene from uh avengers where ant-man comes out and he's like what the heck happened here all right that that's how i felt going on to the fourth floor today yeah yeah i've been didn't have decorations up for a while. He's actually like one of the last people to get them up. And then he's like, yo, we're going to go all out. And they really did because it is just, you walk onto the floor and it's just like, it's not even like Christmas decorations. It's just like you're in, you're in like the ice miser world or whatever. If you've seen like that weirdly, that weirdly animated, like stop motion Santa, Santa movie, whatever from the seventies or whenever it came out. I don't even know. Yeah, it's true. All right. Fifth floor time. Fifth floor. Fifth floor. All right, let's go. Let me see if I can pull them up. So five east. They didn't do a whole lot, but it's still a nice little touch. They've got some lights hanging, yes. um, and they've got a little candy cane heart candy thing cane going heart. over here. I'm um, sure it tastes good. Yeah, and I, they had a couple of things too, but you can't really see in the picture. But you know, it's always I always uh, appreciate simplicity. In a short suite to the point, just enough to be like, oh, it's Christmas time without punching you in the face. Yes. Saying, it's Christmas. Yeah. You this know? is like the this is like the opposite of Four West. You walk on a Four West and you can't deny that you're like in some sort of icy tundra. You walk on a five east and it's more chill. It's like, you know, it can be Christmas if you want it to be, but it doesn't have to be. It could also be Hanukkah, maybe, on five east, you know. So I kind of appreciate that. <laughs> the lights are fun. Also, very sorry, Isaac. You've had a lot of trouble just hanging stuff from your ceiling. I feel like so much stuff has just fallen off of five east ceilings because Isaac has tried so many times to hang stuff and it just it just seems like it just falls all the time randomly. It's like almost like the floor doesn't want to be decorated. So yeah, we're gonna be barren. We're gonna go with it. It is cursed land. It's <laughs> not. It's not actually cursed. Yeah. No, no, I like it. Um, as someone who doesn't normally go very hard out for uh, for Christmas decorations, just I appreciate it. short, sweet, to the point. Yes. Yeah, and then good. five 
Five West, West is so they have this little what's it called tinsel? I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, like tinsel stuff. But yeah. yeah, hanging from the ceiling, going down, and some snowflakes, and then lights towards the end. Yes. Um, and then like normally they have their little caution take from uh, their floor, floor work in progress right. theme. But yeah, um, you live on this floor. What do you think? I do. I live on Five West. It's it's very nice having those Christmas lights. Um, so like Five West is set up weird because we have the mega lounge. So we don't have a lounge at the end of the hallway. At the end of the hallway is just like this doorway and there's two rooms down there. And when the lights are off, um, it's like a whole different world down there because it's so dark. You could literally stand in that doorway and no one would see you. It's like hiding under the bed or something. Like that's how dark it is. And so Josiah Swanson, I think, put some lights up there anyway, even apart from it being like Christmas decoration because it's so dark down there, you cannot see. And so I think that's just pretty helpful. You know, it's practical. It's practical, but it's also a little Christmassy. I think it has a very interesting um, contrast with the work in progress caution tape. You know, it's just kind of like, it really does feel like winter in Minneapolis, especially because number one, there's like Christmas stuff, but number two, it makes it look like it's construction, which for some reason in Minneapolis just goes together all the time, as unfortunate as it is. So, you know, that's just how it is, I guess. Yeah. No, I uh, I appreciate this floor too. Um, it kind of makes the floor feel pretty whole, just the zigzagginess all the way up and down. Yes. Um, and then, like you'd said, um, Josiah Swanson's had those lights up for a while. So, no, I think that's just nice. overall, that's pretty good. Um, nice. Any final thoughts on uh, Christmas decorations before we move on to finals week stuff? I think that I like that most of the floors feel pretty, they feel pretty like similar to each other. Like they balance like mm -hmm. five west and five east. They're not like too decorated. They feel pretty like, you know, similar where it's not like one side is super decorated one. Another one isn't. Same with like third floor. I like that the snowflakes keep it pretty similar, like across from east to west. And then fourth floor, I like that both of them are like colored, like four east for Taylor. Taylor's floor is, you know, got the red and green going, looks kind of like an ambulance, but Christmas colored. And then Evan's side is just like pure blue, um, like someone's got a spotlight on you. And so I just like, you know, they both went with like the colored theme. And then two east, you know, they kind of, they can do whatever they want because there's no... Two West, that's just kind of the deli area. In the deli area, you know, there's no one there to decorate it, unless Therese did that or something. But shout out Therese. She's got Therese. she's got enough to do serving people's sandwiches. So, yeah, they do have like that that nice polar bear, the Coke polar bear out there in front of the deli. That's a nice Classic. touch. Classic. I love that. Yeah. Although, you know, yeah, polar bear. I don't know, mm -hmm. Coke polar bear. Go take a picture <laughs> with him. Tag Carlson Hall. Do something like that if you listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'll win something. I don't know. We'll see. We have stuff to give away. We have stuff we'll to give away. Out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Shout out to everybody who helped with the decorating, whether it's um, part of our in-hall team or a resident or a DL or whatever. Oh, yes. Um, thank you all for making Carlson Hall a little more of a festive place. Yes. All right. Festive. So finals week. Um, yeah. So finals oh, week is so stressful for so many people. Um, I'm actually in a privileged position for this year. I don't have a final which is great. Yes. Praise God. Yes. Um, but hopefully today we can give you guys a little bit of practical advice to how, kind of how yeah. to tackle finals week um, and not fail your classes because yes. that would be bad. Yeah. The one thing, the one interesting thing I've noticed initially is just that it seems like for freshmen, they are so stressed out during finals week because they have like a ton of in-person finals, like actual exams, whereas like seniors 
we all just have like papers and that's pretty much it. And like, I'm still stressed out, but I've been stressed out the whole year. Whereas for the freshmen, you know, they've kind of been chilling, but now it's like the final two weeks and they're like, oh my gosh, I should have been reading these books I was given at the beginning of the year and I haven't. So it's kind of funny, but just for the freshmen, you know, you, you guys will make it through and one day you're not going to have as hectic of finals as you do now. And then you'll be, you'll be fine. You'll be up here with the rest of us just writing very long papers doing senior projects. So I just thought that was interesting. It's very funny to see the freshmen stressed out. Not in like a, not in like a funny, like I'm laughing at your pain sort of way, but like a funny, like, I don't know, like it's just funny them being busy because they're freshmen, but you know, yeah, I can definitely feel that I haven't had more than one or two finals the last like two years. So yeah. I remember being a, a young, uh, young freshman all ready to gear up and face the world and then finals week hits and I'm like, oh crap, I haven't read like four books. <laughs> um, but hey, it's you'll get through it. You'll be fine. Um, the tests, at least in my experience, have always been easier than I had built them up to be in my mind, especially as a freshman because it's almost intimidating coming into the college life and it's like, oh, I have college finals now. Oh boy. Yep. Um, but no, you'll be fine. Just, uh, don't stay up super late the night before. Right. Um, yeah. cause there's a vast, vast, uh, array of research that talks about how well you perform on sleep versus no sleep. Um, so don't stay up super late, drink a cup of coffee beforehand if you need to, even if you don't coffee. like coffee or caffeine of some kind, caffeinated hot chocolate. Yeah. And you'll be fine. No, it's, it's not really anything to worry about. Um, you've kind of built up all semester and if you've been doing your work, you should do just fine. If you haven't been doing your work well, good luck. Prayers, <laughs> prayers for you. But uh, maybe Brad, Jesus will supernaturally, uh, give you some knowledge. I don't know. Maybe that'd be pretty <laughs> wild. Brad, what finals do you have right now? Um, so I have a Chinese final, um, that I have to take. So, which is a, barely a final for me personally, because it's just something I've studied in the past. So it's right. like, it's, for, for most people, it might be difficult, but this one's pretty easy for me. That Brad's I just, just too good. Today. You're just too good at Chinese. Too big of a brain. Too big of a brain. Um, and then I have a paper on um, Barnabas I mentioned earlier. Um, Barnabas. The biblical or, character, not... You know, not the guy who lives here. Yes, yeah, not Barnabas. No, but Barnabas from, from the Book of Acts. Um, so I actually read a ton on him today, read like 40 or 50 pages. Um, but that's for Dr. O'Connor. Um, and you're in that class too for New yes. Testament theology. Um, yes. And then I turned in my final paper for my other class already. And then my final fourth class I took this semester was online. So that ended eight weeks ago. So I actually have a fairly light workload um, mm -hmm. at the end of the semester here, which is super nice. So I can yeah. focus on just doing RA stuff um, and whatnot. Yeah. What is, your, what is your next week look like? Well, I also have that paper for New Testament Theology. I think I'm going to write on disability studies, which very interesting topic, just about like healing versus cures, different stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it's very interesting. Dr. O'Connor did a good job of teaching on that. I recommend taking New Testament Theology if you want to learn more about like parts of biblical theology that are not really talked about, such as like racial, ethnic, um, We've talked about like eschatology, pneumatology, talking about care for the earth, environmentalism, um, disabilities, obviously. Um, so it's been a really good class, really enlightening. It feels like this that's one of the classes that like fills in the gaps for all the other New Testament classes you yeah, take. Yeah, for sure. Because he touches on a lot of the stuff that 
you might not hear in the normal like New Testament history yeah. and literature and that kind of thing. Yeah. Also, Dr. O'Connor is just a super cool professor. Yes. Like, definitely right. take one of his classes if you can because he is incredibly articulate. Yeah. He's he's still young, so he kind of he's understands a genius. things. He's just one of the most brilliant minds we have at MCU. So definitely take a class of his um, if you can. But yes. anyway, back. Yeah, so I'm going to do the paper for that. I'm taking a have a final for God and Religion with Dr. Zarns. It's a fun class. He's fun. He's just a mm -hmm. fun person to listen to. Love Dr. Zarns. Because he has good good things to say that are also funny, humorous. Um, and then Monday, I present my senior project. That is the that is the big thing. That is a semester's worth of work and research. And I have to condense it all down into 15 minutes worth of presentation. So that's been fun. Um, just trying to trying to get that completed. So you can all pray for me as you're listening to this podcast, unless it's past Monday. If it's past Monday, by that point, I'm done. So yeah, for reference today, uh, at the day we're recording is Thursday, December 2nd. This will go out uh, Friday, December 3rd. Yes, December 3rd. If you're listening right now, I'm if you're listening Friday, as soon as this came out, we are still in the middle of doing final stuff. But if you're listening after, then you can praise God that we're all done. So, yes. I don't know. I think that that's a, that's that's the big big final stuff for me. Can you maybe talk about a little bit about your senior project? Like, what are you, what are you doing it on? Yeah, I'm doing my senior project on the topic of Sabbath, which is something I'm really passionate about because it's really easy for humans in general to feel burnt out, to feel stressed, and like they're taking on more than they can handle. And um, there's research that's led to believe that humans just exist in like a permanent state of burnout at this point. Um, and that we've just like regulated ourselves to believe that like being burnt out, being overextended is just normal. And this is why I decided to write on the Sabbath. There's a really good book by John Mark Comer called Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. If you haven't read it, highly recommend it. It's a book I read last year really changed my views on Sabbath, on rest, on like achievement as well, because I'm a very achievement-driven person. And so I decided I wanted to do my senior project on Sabbath, on, the, on resting, on these things. And so I did a lot of research and came to some interesting conclusions. Um, if you're interested in knowing more, I could let any of you read my paper or whatever if you're interested in that, but it's very long. And while I do think it's interesting, um, it is a lot, a lot of research, a lot of stuff to go over. But basically, I looked at like what the Bible has to say about Sabbath, what Christians have believed over the history of the church, and why we don't practice Sabbath anymore. And then I also looked at what it means to practice Sabbath, what it meant to Jesus, especially since he is the one that we base a majority of our teaching and following upon and why, it is, why it's an important practice for today based on consumerism and trends, especially within American, American church. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a super important topic, I think, especially us as college students who might be on the go, go, go all of the time. For sure. Um, need to keep in mind. Um, and also the book he had mentioned, uh, Ruthless, Ruthless Elimination of Harry, is something that all of the RAs um, we had read over the summer, um, and I've just been attempting to practice Sabbath um really since then and i can very much so attest how how big of a difference it makes um so read the book try to practice sabbath 
and uh, hit Christian up with any of the questions you might have. Yeah. Yes, I'm always willing to share whether it's about serious stuff or not so serious stuff. But Sabbath is something I'm super passionate about, and I think everyone should practice it. So it's good. Just take time to rest, take time to do the things you love, and to not worry all the time about what's next. Mm -hmm. So it's very important. Yeah, well, if you have made it this far with us, you are absolute legends. Yes. And that about does it for, that does it for us, for the Four Pillar Podcast. Yes. Once we, again, I am Christian Jackson, the Assistant Resident Director. I'm friendly. So I've been told before people think I'm intimidating, but I'm really not. You can come talk to me. I'll say hello to you anytime I see you. I try to remember people's names, but I'm not always the best at that. So come find me. Ask me about Sabbath. Ask me about whatever. I don't care. All right. That's us signing off. Toodaloo. Don't forget to drink water. Hydrate it, hydrate. Yeah. Goodbye, people. Thank you for listening to the discussion this week. As I said before, I believe that the fourth floor has the absolute best Christmas decorations out of the rest of Carlson Hall. So keep it up, Taylor and Evan, please. I love to see what you guys are doing with your floors. Next week is finals week, and I just want to give my own benediction, if you will, to the rest of Carlson Hall and the rest of NCU, really, as finals comes up for everyone. Good luck. May God be with you. <laughs> you might need to pray it up. You might need to study it up. But all I know is as soon as the next week is over, Christmas break is coming and it's going to be an amazing time of rest for all of us. I appreciate every single one of you and I cannot wait to see what next semester has for all of us. Stay tuned throughout the rest of Christmas break because we will still be posting podcast episodes every week on Friday. If you have any other topic ideas or discussion prompts that you would like for us to talk about on the podcast, DM us and we will be sure to add it in to our long list of topics and ideas that we have for the show coming up next semester. Next week, we will be joined by myself and Judah Sitzler as we are going to discuss a very well-known stigma here at NCU and other Christian colleges, I might add. Be looking forward to that, and I cannot wait to join you in the discussion next week.